This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good morning, everybody. It is 8 a.m. on Friday, December 16th. Your government taco forecast in Baton Rouge. Expect cloudy skies with a high of 63. You can follow the rest of today's show on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at OTB underscore ESPN. Or catch us on YouTube at the 104.5 ESPN channel and subscribe for daily content. Hour number two of Off the Bench, live from the Mercedes-Benz of Baton Rouge studio, starts now. All-Star Toyota presents Off the Bench with Jacob Hester and T-Bob Hebert. Yeah, 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 yeah! Off the Bench with Hester and T-Bob. All-Star Toyota presents Off the Bench with Hester and T-Bob. Yo, yo, yo. Yo, what's happening, y'all? Welcome back to OTB. T-Bob, Jake, Mara, Danny hanging out with you today. College football starting up, man. Uh, excited it's going to be back. Hey, uh, did we send out the link to join our uh, OTB group? Why are you smiling? What's up? Did I send it to you? No, never got it. Hey, hey. <laughs> point the finger. It's fine. I'm not going to point two back at you. Mm, I feel like you did send it. I don't know. It's just me. I don't know. Um, if I did or didn't, he doesn't have it. So I'll do it. All right, good. Good call. You're right. You're right. Well, okay, look, so uh, we'll tweet this out. Uh, we'll share it over this next hour. If you want to get involved in our OTB bowl pick uh, see if you can match the experts. Uh, feel free to join, and uh, it's going to be a ton of fun. Uh, a couple things to get to this hour uh, before we kind of get into some champagne shenanigans last hour, some DJ and Dome, et cetera, et cetera. Um, there's a new NCAA president. Uh, I do want to talk about some of these bowl games as well. It is mock draft season. There's a Todd McShay mock draft out there, which is a little uh, interesting when you look at uh, some of the places in which guys are being picked according to McShay. I do want to ask you this, Jake. The Houston Texans will likely get the first pick this year. They're 1-11-1 right now. Uh, they're an awful team. Bryce Young. Uh, yes. Okay, I agree. I agree, Bryce Young. What if I were to tell you that I want the Houston Texans to trade that first pick, amass resources, and then tank again next year to get Caleb Williams? Um, no. It's too much. It's, you can't go through another season. Like, it, 
it costs a lot of money to go to an NFL game, and you're just putting a bad product out there when the the playing field's supposed to be more level in that sport than any sport with the yep. salary cap, and there's no luxury tax. Like, the cap is the cap. And I don't think there's that huge difference between Caleb Williams and Bryce Young. There's a lot of pro traits that Bryce Young has that I think he might end up being as good of a pro player as he was a college player. Yeah. Like, his anticipation, his feel, his understanding of coverages, not this is not a slight at Caleb Williams. Caleb Williams is somebody that is uber, uber athletic and, and can make incredible throws. But a lot of them are outside the pocket where mm-hmm. he escapes and he kind of makes it up on the run. He's, got, he's, he's grown up in the Mahomes era. Like, he, exactly, like he's, yeah. Caleb Williams has been watching Patrick Mahomes since he was in junior high and high school. And it can, it can translate to the NFL with yeah. some guys. But it's just a little bit, a little bit more of a risk. I, I think Bryce Young is going to be a really good pro, and I know he's slender, but think how many hits that cat's taken. That's what I was saying. Are you at all worried about the size? Because no. this is the exact argument that me and Aaron got in on snaps yesterday, and I'm with you. I think, I, th- I think it is the height of absurdity to try to convince, to to try to tank two years in a row. I keep going back to the Nick Underhill quote from a few weeks ago: "Those who go to hell willingly tend to stay there." Uh, I don't think that there's any great track record of tanking working out. Uh, in the NFL, at least maybe not purposeful tanking in the manner that we would be talking about here. Um, you would do lasting damage to your fan base. And again, even if you think Caleb Williams is better, I don't think the gap is large enough over Bryce Young that it would justify all of the wrath yeah. that you would incur over two years of awful football in a row. Um, I'm with you. I love Bryce Young's intangibles. Leadership traits, uh, yeah. how he conducts himself. Um, the work that he puts in, like the only thing that is concerned, the only thing that is concerning with him is just that he's he's small. Yeah, he'll, he'll be maybe the smallest quarterback in the NFL at, at five. He'll be five eleven. I mean, they're saying he's six he's foot. 5'11". We'll see. Yeah, five eleven. Um, what about two hundred pounds? Maybe. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's a slender guy. There's there's no question about it. But I think it it is if you're drafting him, you can turn on the tape and you can see him taking some shots. That Tennessee yeah. game. I mean, I, I kept bet he ain't getting up. He ain't getting up, and he get right up. I mean, wouldn't even stay on the ground. So, I mean, he's shown that, that he has the ability to stay in the pocket and take some shots. I know you don't love that if your quarterback and your franchise guy is doing that, but I think there's a lot to like about him. And, again, I think he's only going to continue to get better. I love his pocket presence. I love how he throws guys open. Uh, he doesn't just wait till they're wide open. Because yeah. in the NFL, open is completely different. You hear Flynn talk about it all the time. Like in college, open is wide open. Mm-hmm. In the NFL, open is throwing the guy open because you re- read the coverage and you know where to put, uh, place tight the football. So, tight, tight and, and not to say that Caleb Williams isn't going to be a good pro, but I'm not tanking so much so that I feel like he's that much better than Bryce Young. I take Bryce Young. I continue to try to get back on track. And, and you have a young core of, of you know Stingley on defense and you have Bryce Young on offense. So uh, there's a couple other things in this week's shame mock, which got people talking. Uh, and we're just going in order here. So they go in the mock goes Bryce Young one, which I agree with. Jalen Carter two makes a lot of sense. Will Anderson three makes a lot of sense. It goes C.J. Stroud four mm-hmm. to Detroit, which I, I I I like that. I'm just I don't know, man. I'm a little I'm a little hesitant on Ohio State quarterback. You should be. You, you, you've seen all these guys throw for a million touchdowns in college. None of them translate to the NFL. And Justin Fields is not having a bad year this year. But and, and granted, there's not a lot of weapons on the Bears, and the Bears overall are bad. But he's doing it with his legs, mainly. 
He's not doing it. CJ Stroud doesn't have those legs. So I get how good CJ Stroud has looked in college, but but it's 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 impossible for me to get away from the system criticism. And maybe and maybe I'll be proven wrong here. And I would love to be proven wrong. Like nothing makes me happier than when guys prove to be better than what you are saying when you are doubting them or being critical of them. Like I always want the guy in the field of battle to succeed and to prove me wrong. But I would be a little wary on CJ Stroud. Though I do like that for the Lions, right? Do you? Well, I don't know. I mean, They're a top golf, five golf, offense. Go, golf is playing well. They're a top five yeah. offense in the NFL. Yeah, golf is playing well. Maybe they just have to accept him. And it, yeah, I didn't realize that. I didn't realize they were top five. Yeah, I mean, 26.2 points per game. And okay. I'm, not, I'm not saying that Jared Goff's going to be the answer for 10 years, but he's playing well right now, and your defense is bad. Like, that defense is getting better, but they've given up the most passing yards in the NFL. Damn. You might think about a corner or a safety at that pick. Out, you know, quarterback's great, and but you don't. That's not an issue right now. You're scoring at a very high clip. You have some nice offensive weapons at receiver. Uh, you drafted offensive line the last couple of times. You got two stud running backs. You, uh, you know, you traded uh, Hawkinson to tight end, so maybe tight end later in the second, third round. But quarterback would not be where I went. I would go defense. Uh, boys, guess who has the fifth overall pick? Saints. Yeah. Yeah. So the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Uh, now this is God, one a top five. Pick. I know a top five pick, dude. It's 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 just it just hurts every time you think about it. Like every time you 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 you, it's one of those things where you think about it, you make peace with it, you process it, you move on. It goes to back your mind, and then when it comes to the forefront again, it's like it just hurts all over again. Like I have yet to build up the scar tissue to where it does not hurt that you have given the Philadelphia Eagles a top five pick. Now, this is where it gets interesting, though, uh, and, and I'm especially intrigued to see what you think about this, Jake. Uh, McShay has them taking Bijan Robinson, and this caused a lot of people to start yelling from the rooftop, running back mm-hmm. at five, you can't do this, it's broken. Uh, but the logic being, Philly is complete everywhere. They do want to upgrade running back. Bijan Robinson seems to be maybe one of those guys. There's every now and then a running back nowadays that justifies a pick that high. And Bijan Robinson potentially is one of those guys. And yeah, I would be pretty fascinated to see just how much better even Jalen Hurts in that offense could get if you were to add a threat like him. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. A lot of people think it's 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 a waste of value. Um I think I think Philly might be in a unique position where you could actually justify this. Yeah, Saints wouldn't have had a top five pick since 2006 when they selected Reggie Bush. The oh. only, the closest thing would be Cedric Ellis when they took him at seven in uh, in my draft work. class. Um, so it's been a long time. I mean, I'm looking at the picks. I mean, they've been 32, 24, 28, 15, 20, 31. What isn't it? Wasn't his name Sedgwick? Right, not Cedric. I. I Cedric's all I know him by. Is it? Is it, am, am I crazy here? Look, you can am look I that up, and I'll up? and I'll answer your question about the running back. I, I actually I, I don't. Miles Sanders no, is going. Cedric, never mind. Miles Sanders is going to be a free agent, so you're going and he's played well. Uh, you're going to have a hole there. Running back at, at in top five is, and I'm a running back. It, it's risky. Oh, it's real risky. I mean, Leonard and and. C-Mac are the last ones really. I mean, Saquon Barkley's been there too, obviously. Zeke's been there. I would say Zeke justified it through his first contract, which, you know, maybe ideally you want him justified through two, but I would say he justified it through his but first. But even like, even like Christian McCaffrey, who's, I mean, you saw last night, I mean, what he can do, but the position just comes with so much injury. I mean, Saquon's been through it. Zeke's been through it. Was C-Mac's Derek been Henry through a first-rounder? Henry was a second-rounder. Oh, okay. Interesting. Um, let's, like, I, I'd be interested, in, and maybe I can find it, while we're sitting here having this conversation. Yeah, he was the 45th pick, second yeah. round. 
So, like, Josh Jacobs was a first-rounder. He's the leading rusher in the NFL okay. by a lot, by the way. Uh, then Derrick Henry, then Chubb, then Barkley, then Miles Sanders comes in at number five. So, if I'm the Eagles, like, I, you know, sign Miles Sanders back if you can and, and draft elsewhere because uh, he's done really, really well in that offense. But taking a running back at five, man, it, it hurts my heart to so say So, you it. agree. So you, so, you think running back is such a dead position that you can't even I take just, him in the top five, I, even if you're taking the Doak Walker winner? I think there's so many Jimmys and Joes that play that position. I really do. That you Dang. can find a good one in the – later por- uh, portion of the first round and certainly second, third. I mean, maybe the best running back, not overall back, Derrick Henry, second-round pick. He won the Heisman. Yeah. Uh, Where'd Will- Josh Jacobs go? He was like in the 20s? Mm, I don't know. 24th. Uh, they have Will Levis going to Atlanta. Uh, of course, Will Levis is a name that... I want him to be the first quarterback. Uh, what do you mean? So Mario can eat a sock. Oh, oh, I was like, uh, I didn't know. I didn't know if you actually thought that he was no. the best quarterback. Mario has he a sock if he's. <clears throat> I think that buzz has since died down a little bit. For well, him. hey, but hey, what Wait a guy! Underwear season. I was maybe. about to say, what a guys <laughs> like him. When did they go up? Underwear season. Yep, just wait, just wait, wait till Josh Allen's on the television in the playoffs, balling out, and then the scouts are like, wait, he looks a lot like Will Levis, or Will Levis looks a lot like Josh Allen. Um, I, I think Levis is a risk, but not as big of a risk as the 11th pick on this. Another NFC South quarterback being drafted. This has Carolina taking Anthony Richardson at 11. That's that's absurd. That's absurd. Now, it's what's, dumb. It's he, he, mm. doesn't he has 13 college starts? Mm-hmm. Hasn't taken him at 11. Mm-hmm. I was kind of shocked to find this. Uh, since 2000, the only players to go this high with only 13 starts in college, Mitch Trubisky, didn't really work out. Uh, minus, don't the, get the really out of there. And no, didn't no, work no, out. no, no. He's still in the league. You know, he's still oh, playing. He's a quarterback. Okay, keep going. Yeah, show some respect for Mitch. Um, and, Mitchell. Uh, the yeah, excuse me, sorry, Mitchell. Uh, and the other one's actually Alex Smith, which is kind of shocking that Alex Smith only had 13 college starts. Like I would have never guessed that, but he balled out in those starts. Um, Anthony Richardson did not. He does no. not look good. Like, this is a this is the most potential of all, like, the ultimate potential play because there's just nothing on tape uh, save for the raw athleticism and talent that is uh, attracting you here. That yeah. said, I would love for the Saints to draft him in the second round. I would actually take that flyer I, 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 if, if, if he was still there. I, I think an 11th overall pick, though, is a yeah, massive ask. That's a, that, that's a wild number right there, and I, I understand the potential, but also I watch tape. <laughs> yeah, right. It's like the old saying. Uh, and I just I, there's still there's some seasoning that has to be done there. A there lot. There's a skill set. Man, coming back to school would have benefited him. Going to a place that already has a quarterback in place, like he needs like the Jordan Love treatment. Like go somewhere for two, three seasons and get two really nice years and see if you can re-sign him. Because I just I, he's not ready to be a pro quarterback. They will have him so confused defensively, oh. <laughs> right? Because he, he doesn't have the starts. And that, that to me, that, that would be shocking if that ends up playing out and, like that. And, and if you draft him that high, it's not like you're going to try to do some Taysom Hill-type deal with him because you're not going to risk him. Like, he needs to be your quarterback. Maybe it's, they're just like, ooh, Cam, Cam Newton. But, but then again, I mean, it's just outside of just – maybe having a similar body type in terms of being hulking behemoths out there that can run incredibly fast. Uh, there's Again, Cam Newton was awesome in college. 
not so much on uh, Anthony Richardson. So I'm, I'm, I'm fascinated to see how mock draft season ends up kind of breaking out. Notably, no LSU players mocked in this first round. And, and I don't, there was no LSU player taking first round last year either, right? Uh, Derek Stingley went three overall. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Um, but kind of felt like by the end that you know, Sting wasn't uh, – well, he hadn't been uh, on the field in a while. But he's done very good in the NFL, so it ended up working out just fine. Uh, so that would be the first time maybe then in a they, while? They even have, like, on this mock draft that you're going down, they even have who would be the best available for day two. It lists five players and five players that are not LSU Tigers. Yeah. So uh, Now, I, th- I think B.J. Ojolari is certainly somebody that can play his way into the first round. I've seen some mocks where he's in the first round. Into the first round? Uh, but how about this name, Apu Aika? Uh, is he – oh, so is he drafted eligible? Is he going? He is in the best available for day two. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Uh, that, that that makes a lot of sense, man. Uh, if you want to run about him. a 3-4, he is your perfect guy to 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 man the middle. I mean, he's massive. He's unmovable. He's athletic. He can move. He can run. Um, <laughs> Bo Pelini and all of his infinite wisdom ran him out of town. Uh, unreal, dude. And now he's best available day two NFL draft. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, there you go. So a little mock season to start this Christmas season as they go hand in hand. Uh, keep it locked right here on OTB. Off the bench with Hester and T-Bob. ESPN Baton Rouge, New Orleans, Alexandria, and 1130 The Tiger. Go to Donaldson Glass and Body, dgbauto.com, dgbauto.com. You go to Donaldson Glass and Body today, and it doesn't matter if you need uh, anything with your car, really, like uh, some oil change, collision repair. Remember, twenty-four? They, they do glass repair. That's how they got their start 50 years ago. Uh, your glass repair experts. 24-7 towing available from Donaldson Glass and Body as well. So for all of your towing needs, you know who to call. And uh, really for all of your vehicular needs. And if you finally aren't paying that car note anymore, you want to extend the life of your vehicle, DGMB is the best way to do so. Go to DonaldsonGlassandBody.com today. Yeah, you will see here in this video that we play on YouTube every single day, they can do it all. You see the body shop there. Earlier in the video, you saw the glass repair replacement that they can do for you. New tires, tire rotation, it really doesn't matter if it has to do with your vehicle. They can do it at Donsville Glass and Body, and they do it at the highest level, dgbauto.com. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Outside and all the stockings hung by the fire. 
All-Star Toyota presents Off the Bench with Hester and T-Bob, ESPN Baton Rouge, New Orleans, Alexandria, and 1130 The Tiger. Yo, what's going on, y'all? Welcome back to OTB. Hope you're having a wonderful feeling this holiday season. T-Bob, Jake Mar, and Danny all here for you today. Uh, there's a new NCAA president. So Mark Emmert left. Uh, that was, and they've been searching for a new one. And they hired Charlie Baker. And if I know one thing about Charlie Baker, it's that he was a former Massachusetts governor. And now I guess I also read a little more and figured out some other stuff. He's going to begin on March 1st. He was on the JV basketball team at Harvard for a season. Oh, I didn't realize it was JV. Yeah. 77-78, uh, who can forget? Great, mm-hmm. great Harvard team. Um, in classic, hey, let's hire this guy fashion, he has degrees from Harvard and Northwestern. So uh, checking the <clears throat> traditional academic elite boxes there. Uh, spent a decade in healthcare administration. Never worked in the NCAA. Not even a little. No, which... Which, uh, so my initial reaction to that was like, ooh, this is a bit of a bold hire considering the age in which we live. Like, they're going to get some blowback for this, right? Like, there's blowback for guys like Jeff Saturday getting jobs that they had no real experience in. And, you know, you have people who've worked their entire life in the NCAA in that organization and trying to work up. And now you hire some governor because he has nice degrees. Like, you know, the classic old white guy hire. Uh, but... I kind of said that and I thought about it more. And while I still think that's probably coming, I think they will get some blowback from that. It's just kind of inevitable. Um, I do think that I understand why you do this. And Jake, right now, uh, when I look at, okay, like, because that's the question. Who wants this job and what does this job actually do nowadays? Yeah. Uh, because Mark Emmert made a, a, a master class of not doing much, at least not on the kind of rules or enforcement front. Well, first off, I don't think if, if I was Charlie Baker, I'm not worried about enforcement. I'm honestly kind of throwing enforcement out the window. I may be paying lip service to it. Mm-hmm. I may be trying to monitor the most extreme sort of cases, but you can't really enforce anything right now. You're, you're going to immediately trigger antitrust lawsuits. If you try to go too hard, uh, you are kind of completely feckless. I mean, look at the IARP. Who Didn't they just come out and say that Sean Miller's not actually yeah. getting any trouble after 17 years of investigating? Yeah. I think the LSU investigation is still going on. The IARP, in a, in, in a world full of bureaucracy, they have somehow raised the inefficient bureaucratic bar to a level heretofore unseen. Um, what, what, I guess what I'm getting at here is if I'm the NCAA, I, I have two goals. One. Continue to make money with your championships. Okay, that is one thing that Emmert and the NCAA does very well. They put on good events. They put on good championships. They make money there. Continue to do that. Uh, number two, and this is where I think Baker's background starts to make sense, even though he has no NCAA experience. Number two would be get a standardized federal policy on NIL, right? And these other situations that are addressing college athletics as we approach this kind of a uh, brand new future because right now you have that patchwork hobbled together uh you know a bunch of different uh states all have different laws with different little quirks and states are trying to outdo one another in terms of loosening restrictions like the ncaa if they really want to get any semblance of enforcement back jake 
they need Congress, federal mm -hmm. Congress. They need federal policymaking that will create a standardized set of rules. And I think that's probably very low on the congressional priority list. But um, Charlie Baker, having a history in politics, and um, as they say in the press release, uh, you know, bridging divides, building bipartisan mm -hmm. consensus, uh, maybe highest that political background gives him the, the, the chance to affect things at a federal level. Highest rated governor um, okay. in the latest polls. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Uh, oh, yeah. I think 77% approval rate. So he was the highest yeah. approval rate of any governor uh, in the country. So <laughs> oh, that's good to see. Um, so we had Gloria Navarez, who is the commissioner currently of the West Coast Conference. As soon as the calendar turns over to 2023, she's going to be the commissioner of the Mountain West Conference yesterday on the show. And that's the first thing that she mentioned, like everything that you just mentioned and it, you know, heading towards probably a courtroom and we asked her about the new president and immediately that's what she went into. So the okay. NCAA, that makes sense. yeah, they, they've, th this is what they wanted to do. They wanted to bring somebody with a political back, uh, background that is, seems like very popular, at least there in his own state. So that's where it's headed. And it is, I don't want to say alarming, but it does make you look at it and be like, man, he has no experience in administration, but maybe that's what they had to do. They had to go outside the box. They had to do something completely different because huh. the NCAA yeah. and college athletics aren't what we've always known it to be. Like that box is opened and it's been going sure. everywhere. So I don't, I really don't hate it. I think because of where it's going, this is probably the best move. And I just want to see them do something. And this is somebody that, again, he was popular and he is a current governor. Like he's leaving that post and he's going immediately on January the 5th after it ends up. And I didn't love this when I read it. <laughs> Said he plans to attend this year's NCAA convention in mid-January after January 5th when he steps down so he can begin building relationships and developing a better understanding of the organization that he will soon lead. Yeah, hell yeah. yeah. I don't love hearing that. It's like, yeah, he's going to get an idea of uh, just what he's going to start running but yeah but it's like you said i mean what even is the ncaa nowadays uh that, kind that, of a that, bloated well that's kind of what that doesn't i do much. i don't want you to learn the organization that you're soon going to lead i yeah. want you to lead the organization in a new path a new direction because what's currently going on how much longer can it go on before you don't even recognize what it's been it's a change is okay change is good in fact but also like it's got to be organized change and not chaotic change yeah so we'll we'll, we'll see um again i i can't get too much i can't get too worked up about any of this because again i don't know that it's really going to affect the day-to-day -day. like i i think the road to getting uh congress to act on a federal level on all of this i i i think it's just i think it's a steep one and I think they're going to, um, I think it's going to take a while. So we'll see if Charlie Baker can do it. But Mark Emmert out and finally replaced. Now, Charlie Baker going to start on uh, on March. Charlie Baker first. seems like a name that you could yell like you do, Ronnie Brown. I was just thinking that too. Like, Charlie Baker. Charlie Baker. Or maybe it's Charlie oh, Murphy. Charlie, I was about to say it's uh, Charlie Murphy. That's why. But it's still. Syllabically, it works. Charlie Baker. Yeah. Okay. Is, um, if we ever see him and get a chance to interview him, we can't help ourselves. Good movie, Charlie Wilson's War. It is a good movie. With Tom Hanks. When we get back, let's look at some of these bowl games coming up this week and keep it locked on OTB. Off the bench with Hester and T-Bob. Go to uh, allstartoyotabatonrouge.com, allstartoyotabatonrouge.com. Uh, 
If you love OTB, you love All-Star Toyota because they help make this show happen every single day. And so whether you want to get in a minivan, a Camry, a big old Tundra and put some truck nuts on that thing, you can with your friends over there at All-Star Toyota. You can buy right from the website, allstartoyotaofbatonrouge.com, or you go in, you see what they can offer you. Maybe you custom order something, maybe you get a Toyota certified used vehicle. You get something right from the lot, maybe you order it. The point is, whatever you and your family's needs are, from a luxury to practically utility standpoint, All-Star Toyota has the answers and will help you find the answers at the best prices. Go check out the ability to customize any vehicle in the fleet like T-Bob has and like others have as well. You can do whatever you want. Black on black on black like T-Bob. Maybe you want to go all white with yeah, black my. wheels and tires. You can do that, and you can do it on the website, allstartoyotofbatonrouge.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All-Star Toyota presents Off the Bench with Hester and T-Bob, ESPN Baton Rouge, New Orleans, Alexandria, and 1130 The Tiger. Welcome back to OTB. Bowl season is in the air. It's the holidays, which means over the next couple of weeks, there should be a football game with two teams that you probably don't know much about, but you're going to have fun watching anyway maybe going on in the background, whatever. It just feels like Christmas at this time of year. And it starts this morning, 10.30 a.m., as you got a little Miami of Ohio at uh, – well, I shouldn't say at. Uh, yeah. where, where are they? Where the are Bahamas they? Bowl. Here, I'll Bahamas help you out, Bowl. T. Uh, Miami of Ohio taking on UAB, a team that LSU played this year. It's going to be in the Bahamas Bowl. So going from Ohio to the Bahamas Bowl, probably a pretty good reward – yeah. There for Miami. So point. that seems like a great destination for them. UAB, though, not a bad football team. Um, Trent Dilfer, uh, head coach. Oh, yeah, that's right. I wonder if he's coaching in the bowl game. Uh, who was UAB's head coach? Remember they had uh, Clark, and then he had – it was a back issue. Bill Clark had a back issue, and so he retired. And um, a lot of people thought – I don't remember the interim coach's name – a lot of people thought he would get the job. He doesn't get the job. They go outside of kind of the norm and hire Trent Dilfer, who's been a high school coach and Elite 11 guy for a long time, but never obviously 
experience at the collegiate level. Interesting. Uh, that's interesting. Why I say interesting is I wasn't aware of all the coaching turnover there. I knew Dover got hired. Uh, but you have these 10.5-point favorites. Feels like a pretty big favorite for a team that has some uh, volatility. Yeah. Has players. one of the best running backs in the country, though. And so yep. we'll see if. Are you rolling Blazers? Feed him. Yeah, I'm going Blazers. Blazers over Red Hawks. I mean, Dragon would win in a fight. Yeah. Uh, that that, that kind of goes without saying. What's up next today? Uh, I think what could be a top five bowl game in the entire bowl season. That is, that is the Beep Beep Roadrunners of UTSA coming at number 25, 11-2, taking on the Troy Trojans at number 24, also 11-2, in the Duluth Trading Cure Bowl. Ooh, I bet you they got like a badass pair of like outdoor work khakis. I don't know, I just like saying Duluth. And, uh, Duluth, Georgia. That's yep. where, uh, where my old wife's from. Where uh, Charlie Whitehurst is from. Uh, that's true. Go Wildcats. That's where I play low league football. UTSA is a two and a half point favorite. This is. I in wish I knew more about Orlando. these teams. I don't know how they both got to 11 and 2. I really don't know their stories. The only, the only bowl game featuring two teams that each won their conference, including the college football playoff. Wow. What a fun fact. So, two teams that each won their conference, two ranked teams. And two seemingly very evenly matched teams, as you're talking about the Roadrunners meet me being a two and a half point favorite over the Trojans. Jake, do you know anything about these teams? I know well, that Frank Clark is the quarterback to go for UTSA. He's coming back again next season for his seventh season. He's already been granted that waiver. So he is a guy that has set like every record at UTSA. He's coming back for another year, so he's going to be playing in this game. Um they lose their offensive coordinator. UTSA's offensive coordinator is going to Oregon, and so we'll see how that affects them. But this is a team that the only times that they lost this year, they lost to ranked Houston at the time, and they lost to ranked Texas. But outside of that, they rolled off every yeah. other game. They had some high expectations to coming into the year. UTSA did, and so it's not surprising. The more surprising is what Wait, Troy did. Sorry, the Houston game too was when old boy like went over the top on the two point conversion and like triple overtime. Like mm -hmm. UTSA could have been yeah. twelve and one with a win over a ranked Houston. Yes. Wow. Okay. And they're they're a really good football team. And again, they had expectations. It's one of the few conference champions I got right in the preseason was UTSA. Um, Screw you, NC State. And so for Troy, Troy, you know, they move away from Chip Lindsey. And so they hire a new coach, and the expectations were, were really low, honestly. And they go 11-2. and two. The only losses they had at Ole Miss, 28-10 to 10 in the first game of the season, and at App State, 32-28. to 28. Damn. Yeah, that was the third game of the season. So they were 1-2, and two, and then they've rolled off, uh, let's see, yeah, 10 victories in a row So and, and beat some, you know, some good competition, obviously, there in the Sun Belt. So Troy – didn't have expectations. Um, I don't I have. Feel to, like I'm going Troy. I'm I know. I don't know. I'm sitting there. Like, oh. I'm like, I don't know. I think I, I think I picked Troy in our bowl pick em. I think I went with the Troy Trojans in our bowl pick em. I think that they're playing extremely well. Uh, you still have your head coach and coordinators in place. And so I'm going to go with the Troy Trojans. Maybe it's a little PTSD from. How many times LSU's either almost lost to them or lost to yeah, I mean, that's, Detroit Trojans? It's, 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 it's wild. Uh, I mean, what, what, what we counted up yesterday, what was it? Uh, was it 02 or 03? It was no, uh, 04, 04, 08, and then 17. Yeah, yeah, 04. And then they actually lost in 17. Like, Troy's always given LSU problems. Yeah. So in my brain, I'm like, man, they're really good. 
Uh, okay, so I like the Trojans there. Uh, Saturday morning, we got a 10 a.m. kickoff, uh, the most incestuous yes. of all kickoffs. We touched on it earlier. The wasabi, and not the food, like a trading company, uh, Fenway Bowl. Oh, it's not? No, I, I mean, I thought it was, too. I was like, that, that's really glorious, good. yeah. Spicy wasabi? It's not. Oh. It's not. What is uh, Disappointed. It's like a trading company or something. What is something. a trading company? Uh, like stocks, and, uh, I think. Oh, um, oh, like a financial trading think, company. Yeah. Okay. Because I would say Duluth is also trading. Oh, yes. <laughs> I think that's what it is. If it's not, I don't really care. Uh, Cincinnati and Louisville in the Awkward Bowl. It's going to be actually the first Fenway Bowl that they play. They've had to cancel it the last two years because of COVID. So it's been a bowl game now going on its third year, but actually the first one that they're going to play. And it is a baseball field, obviously, being at uh, Fenway Park there. And they're sharing a sideline. It's always a little awkward when you have the baseball already because you're sharing a sideline, but certainly when your coaches are basically going to walk across to the other side after the game, uh, Cincinnati, I guess. Sure. I I mean, I don't really know which way to go on this one. I don't know who's playing for Louisville. I, I, the, the, the funniest part about Louisville to me is just said that one week when they randomly popped up in the top 25. Yeah. Like they, they weren't really any good. They're seven and five, but but they had won a couple games in a row, and there was one week where they just peeked their head up at 25 for a minute and then lost like two in a row and and, and left once again. See, I'll go Cincinnati here. I think they're a better program. I think it's but but again, it's good on Scott Satterfield getting that Cincinnati job. Because he didn't he did not do great at Louisville. And I think that Cincinnati job is a very good job. And I, I thought they the, would have been able to attract a way like yeah. better prospect yes. than, than where Scott Satterfield's stock was. I like had a lot of great people escape. already in that job, and Scott Satterfield was certainly not no, one of them. Oh, hell no. I mean, dude. it has been such a springboard for so many coaches, and i just still surprised Scott Call Satterfield. Call that man uh, Scott Pliskin because he escaped from UL. I got you. Hey, and I know what you mean. A little yeah. old head, yeah. They don't know Scott. They have they no know, idea. Do you know Pliskin? First name Snake? Nope. Ah, Kurt Russell. Chate Snake. No, no, no. It's not worth it. Yeah, just Shut stop up. talking. Uh, Cincinnati and Louisville are rivals that play for a trophy, by the way. What? Yeah. What? Yeah, they play for a trophy. <laughs> what? That just adds to the incestuous nature. This game belongs on P-Hub. Uh, next up, what do we got, Jake? We got, uh, we got a couple big boys coming up after that. <laughs> I feel like you said a lot worse than the P-word. but yeah. What? I feel like you said a lot worse on the air than the P word. Is that like a banned word? No, no. it just made me laugh. No, sometimes a little subtlety goes a long way. Yeah, hard. and you just you and ruined that, the that, moment. That, that would not be, and it wasn't really particularly subtle anyway, but I was just trying to take a little bit of the edge off, and I was trying to move on and talk about Florida, Oregon State, but you decided to zoom in on it and call attention to it. So uh, thank you. Yeah, the, uh, the trophy they play for to try to move on from Mario. You're welcome. The keg of nails. What? The keg of nails. The prettiest co- trophy is in all the of trophy that they play for. So there's a lot of intrigue in a game that otherwise I would not give a damn about. No. Uh, uh, but this one may be the most intriguing for me. You've got six and six Florida heading out west to Las Vegas to take on nine and three, 14th ranked Oregon State. Oh. And <laughs> you better make sure my, my theme for this game is. Bring your chin strap and make sure all four points are buckled if you're the Florida Gators. Because Oregon State Oregon, like Oh, gosh, yes, they do. They are one of the most physical football teams in the entire country. Look out, John Smith. And they're interested in being in this Las Vegas Bowl. Make no mistake about it. Yes. Oregon State doesn't get to go bowling very often. And they're a top 15 football team. They just signed their coach to an extension. They're going to have their players playing in this game. Florida's going to be down to basically nobody. Richardson's out of the game. 
Obviously, Kittenham, we talked about the legal issues he has. Oh, yeah. He's off the team. You're playing with your third quarterback. How interested are you to go out to Las Vegas to play in a bowl game when you're 6-6? Six and six? I can see Oregon State beating the hell out of the Florida Gators. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's a 9.5-point spread. Uh, I'm seeing it at 10.5 even okay, in some places. Up, so, yeah, it's uh, it, it ain't it ain't – not good for the old Gators. It's kind of funny, man. It, w- it would be an interesting bookend to Florida's season, right? Because yeah. it started with this incredible Pac-12 win over a Utah team that ended up being absolutely fantastic. Nighttime in the swamp. We thought Anthony Richardson was the truth, potentially. Like, it was all like, Billy Napier, he's a rock. Like, it was all good. Yeah. And then after that, it was a slow but sure unraveling. And there's something narratively fitting about a different Pac-12 team ending their season in a in a brutal manner, like it looks like Oregon State may be uh, positioned to do. Uh, all right, let's pause right here, Jake. Let's go to break. When we get back, we'll break down the other bowl games coming up. Off the bench with Hester and T-Bob. ITI Technical College. ITI Technical College. ITICollege.edu. Yeah, I'm talking to you. Get off your butt and change your life for the better. You're sick of working a job? You want a career? Well, guess what? If you invest in yourself and you commit, ITI Technical College can get you there in two years. Get that AOS degree in just two years. Remember, classes are four days a week, daytime, nighttime. If you work full-time, they work around you. You got it. You get that AOS degree. It prepares you for careers relevant to Louisiana industry. And then once you graduate, Jake, ITI can actually assist you in finding those jobs and those careers. So again, invest in yourself, y'all. Stop putting off. Change your life for the better. Sign up. Go to itcollege.edu. Yeah, go ahead and go to the website and you'll see what we tell you about every single day with their amazing campus over off Airline Highway. And you'll see all the things they have available for you. Going to get you to the finish line over at ITI. itcollege.edu. All-Star Toyota presents Off the Bench with Hester and T-Bob, ESPN Baton Rouge, New Orleans, Alexandria, and 1130 The Tiger. Welcome back, OTB. All right, let's just run through these last couple of games here. All right, let's go to the Jimmy Kimmel LA Bowl, Washington State at Fresno uh, State. Fresno is a four-point favorite in SoFi Stadium, so big stadium. Not sure that Washington State and Fresno State are going to make a dent in the uh, in the crowd there, but not a bad football game. You got your Mountain West champion Fresno State Bulldogs taking on a very good Washington State team. Seven and five record probably doesn't do them justice. Well, oh yeah, I mean. Very good teams. When we put, it, I would say much better than expected. No, I'd say, I'd say, look, they've they've got some I'll, nice wins for sure. They do. They they beat Wisconsin. When Wisconsin was ranked, yeah. they lost by three to Oregon. They uh, were right there against USC. Ended up being two scores, but it was like one of those final plays of the game. USC scored. Um, Utah, you only lose by four. Washington in the Apple Cups, really the only time you got blown out. Nice team. So would you go, would you take uh, Washington State plus the four or are you going Jay Kaner and Fresno? Mm. 
Jake Hayner ended up with another very good year in 2022. Completed 73% of his passes, 18 touchdowns, just three picks, nearly 3,000 yards. I think we're on Washington State to cover. Really? I think so. I think that's where kind of so. my instincts were uh, as well. Uh, all right, in the last game of the day. Uh, we have two more games. Three more games, actually. <laughs> Rice at Southern Miss. Uh, good for Rice. They're 5-7. and seven. They got in because of their academic standings. It's been a long time since Rice has done anything on a football field, but I'll be real honest with you, not really intrigued by the Lending Tree Bowl. Southern Miss probably routes them. All right, go Golden Eagles. We got SMU and BYU in the New Mexico Bowl. Actually, not a, a bad game here. Both 7-5 and five BYU expectations, though, were to really make a run at potentially getting a college football playoff spot at one point. They fell off a cliff there, but could be a bowl game in which the 64 over and under gets smashed by maybe even one of the teams, not even both combined. BYU plus four feels interesting here. I think that's the way I went, was BYU plus four in our pick Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm thinking so as well. Who's that coach at SMU now? Uh, is it Rhett Lashley? I believe, I believe, mm, I don't know. It doesn't matter. Uh, I'm going BYU plus four. And last one of the day. We've got Boise State taking on a North Texas football team. North Texas, they move on from their coach. They go and hire uh, Washington State's offensive coordinator to be their coach. And so Latrell's not going to coach this game, obviously, so you're going to have an interim situation. Boise is a team that's 9-4. and four. I don't know anything about Boise this year. It's interesting for how good of a record they have. I just don't. I don't know. They never broke through. Uh, the, the, they never broke through to my radar. My goodness, Mario. Um, they weren't oof, and still nine and four, and, and Boise's kind of built themselves up. They were eight and zero in conference, though. Okay, and so they they were they're getting back on track. Their coach was kind of on the hot seat if he didn't win this year. A lot of people were like, are we bringing Brian Harson back? But North Texas right now they're kind of hitting reset. Boise's got everybody in place. It's a ten point spread. I fully expect Boise to cover this one. Maybe one of my best bets would be Boise in this game. All right, there we go. Boise minus the 10.5. Uh, the new North Texas head coach uh, from the Mike Leach tree. So, yeah, had him that. on the show yesterday. Continues to. Uh, He's younger than I am. I mean, you got Graham Harrell being hired. You got him being hired. Mike Leach just continues to touch college football. Put that man in the Hall of Fame. Also, I know I'm late to this, but I just realized that. Uh, Leach is playing, uh, that Mississippi State is playing in the Gasparilla Bowl, mm -hmm. which is literally yeah. a bowl built around Pirates. Yeah. I mean, I, I, well, I can't remember, we fell into a Gasparilla hole, I want to say like a few months ago. We did. Yeah, and we started looking it up, and mm -hmm. we were shocked to learn that it's like pirate cosplayers. It's like yeah. pirate parades where they like raise money for the communities. It's, it is, is it an entire bowl? I mean, go look at the Gasparilla Bowl logo and look at the two swords. It's played at Raymond James Stadium. Um, this is the perfect bowl game. It would have been the perfect bowl game for Mike Leach to coach in. Yeah. Unfortunately, now it becomes the perfect bowl game to honor Mike Leach in. And uh, I desperately hope that Mississippi State and Zach Arnett and company can can come through in that Gasparilla Bowl. And that, uh, I, I mean, I don't know what you do. I, I've seen some really great mock-ups of like a Mississippi State helmet with like a pirate flag on mm -hmm. it. I'm sure you could do something with the pirate ship in Raymond James Stadium. Yeah. Um, it's it's a perfect way to honor the memory of uh, a Hall of Fame coach. Yeah, Texas Tech is also wearing a pirate flag on the back of their helmet to honor Coach Leach and what he's, you know, what he did for them during his time as head coach. I'm, I'm sure Washington State will do something as well. Yeah, yeah. All right, hour three coming up. Riv's going to stop by for a second. We got Degeneration Dome as well. Uh, probably talk a little Henry Cavill. Keep it locked on OTB.
Off the bench with Hester and T-Bob. Go to AccuTemp of Baton Rouge, AccuTempBR.com, AccuTempBR.com. I'm going to make sure your system's good to go. Hey, is your uh, AC running? I better go catch it. Unless it's not running, then you want to call AccuTemp, uh, AccuTemp of Baton Rouge. Uh, go look at the online reviews, okay? Because they say service to the highest degree, and you're like, well, you know, it's a good marketing slogan, but is it true? Go look at the online reviews. It's 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 unbelievable. Um, my wife says, same thing. You can schedule right there on the website. You can call them up. They're the best. Once you work with them once, you're going to want to work with them again. And uh, remember, ask about the Star Club membership while you're there, which is a way to save money over time and make sure that you never have any problems whatsoever. Yeah, like T said, you can book right there on the website, ag10br.com. Chat's going to pull up right when you log on to the site. You can always call 225-267-8119 as well. Go to the website, see the star membership that we tell you about every single day and the benefits of it, agtempbr.com.